the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the Daily Show Prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com. Hello, everybody. Dennis Prager here. Yesterday, I was in Phoenix, Arizona. Arizona, the Arizona Department of Education has adopted PragerU materials for use completely voluntarily. You don't have to use them. But it is partnering, it's another state partnering with PragerU uh, to provide students with healthy, wholesome, beautiful, enriching material. That's all it is. They, of course, the left goes berserk because any non-left-wing curriculum is uh, to be censored, to be defamed, smeared, and needless to say, not adaptable. So they use the same exact two videos out of the, I don't know, how many do we have between the five-minute videos and the kids' videos, what do we have? Well over a thousand videos, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, out of a thousand videos, the same two are uh, used, where kids visit, uh, for example, Christopher Columbus, and they they I don't know if they ask him or he mentions something about slavery that he's not opposed to slavery, and that it's better than death. As if we're, and, and though so the left, because truth is not a left-wing value, and that means the entire media. There is no mainstream medium that is not corrupted by the left, just as everything else that the left touches is corrupted. Whether it's the FBI or the American Medical Association, it doesn't matter. It's, it's just ruined. So these uh, brainwashed reporters go, well, you have Columbus endorsing slavery. To which, of course, the response is, that's exactly what Columbus would have said. See, so that if Columbus had said, oh, I, slavery is despicable, then we would have been attacked as whitewashing Columbus. If Columbus says uh, slavery is despicable, we're lying about Columbus. If Columbus says, I, I, uh, I don't see the big problem with slavery, then we're endorsing slavery. You get it? That, that's how it works. And so the others, all, all the other things that we do about how to be a happier child, how, how, to, uh, how, how uh, to forgive people, how, how to uh, just be kind in your daily life, uh, teaching them many courses on, uh, on financial literacy, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They might be proud of America. That the left finds just unacceptable. But... The superintendent, is it Tom Horn, right, 
of of, uh, of education in in Arizona, whom I had the privilege of meeting last night when I spoke for a, a big PragerU dinner uh, in Phoenix. Uh, you know, it's it's fascinating because they the picture that leftists have of people on the right is basically that what what is it what is the word we're we're just uh rednecks basically that's the picture in the mind this guy went to harvard went to harvard law school uh but and by the way that doesn't mean anything to me because i've never uh, i've never assumed that if you would go to harvard or any other college that you come out a better human being let alone a wiser one uh, but but i but just for the record because that matters to the left. Uh, he is a Harvard uh, graduate, both uh, of, the, of the college and of the law school. And uh, here's a man who's pretty sensitive uh, to suffering. I, and when he spoke at the PragerU dinner last night in Phoenix, he noted, I, didn't, I did not know he was uh, even a Jewish. He noted his whole extensive his whole extended family were murdered by the Nazis. Isn't that interesting? Right, but uh, of course he's he like the rest of us were were neo fascists. The, the left, the, what the left is really they're ticked off at PragerU. They they hate us. I mean it's real. It's genuine hatred. New York Times, Washington Post, all of they hate us. And they hate us because we're effective. The leftists wake up in the morning assuming that they own everything, and they do. So when the ownership, whether it's of education or, or of uh, medicine or of government agencies, when there is a challenge to the monopoly of brainwashing that they own, and by the way, uh, you want proof that it's a brainwash? Anyone who says men give birth or think that men can compete against women if they say they're women, if that's not brainwashed, if you are not a brainwashed human being, if you say that, then there is no such thing as brainwash. Okay? That's proof. By the way, one of the traits I have that the left does not have is whenever I generalize, I give an example. Whenever they generalize, they give no example. Like when I was on Pierce Morgan earlier this week, and I was on with Chenk Uger, at, uh, and uh, he uh, said, it, it, oh, Israel, they, all they do is lie. Okay, give me an example. No example. There are no examples. It's just statements. That's proof. If you have a person in your life who says men give birth or that men can compete against women in women's sports, then you know that you have a brainwashed human being in your life. I mean, that's proof. It's not a suggestion. It's not a hint. It's proof. That uh, it's a very sad thing. That means that that person in a free society has not been capable of thinking for him or herself. Oh, I was told that men give birth, so men give birth. I was told that it's okay to for men who say they're women to compete in women's sports. On that matter, listen to this. Five, F-I-V-E, the number between four and six, transgender athletes dominate women's college volleyball. 
women's college a, a women's college volleyball game. Two of the males are accused of injuring female players. This is from the Blaze. Total of five men purporting to be women played in a collegiate level. This is in Canada, of course. Canada is gone. I mean, it's it, it, it's a good thing Canada has so few people relative to the United States because uh, it, it is further along in being lost to Western civilization. Total of five men purporting to be women played in a collegiate level women's volleyball game, and two of the male athletes have been accused of concussing, that is causing concussion, in two female athletes in recent games. A women's volleyball match between Centennial College and Seneca College in Toronto featured two male athletes on the Centennial Colts, while the Seneca Sting used three male players. So how exactly was that a women's volleyball game? <laughs> right? And that, that's a fair question. According to reporter David Menzies, it was revealed by an inside source that there is a total of six males playing in the women's league, five of whom, quote, are not on any gender-affirming hormone therapy or have not had surgical gonad removal. So they're guys, they are men, both uh, on the hormonal level and the anatomical level. Menzies reported that the game was hard to watch, quote-unquote, and added that, quote, the men were definitely the dominant players on the court, especially in spiking the ball. How many Canadians support this? That is one of the ten questions I would most want answered. I was thinking the other day, how many of you know what, I mean, most people, I guess, know what a plebiscite is. It's, a, it's generally a, a national vote on an issue that is not for a candidate, but for a, a law or an idea. I would like a plebiscite in America and in Canada, like a plebiscite. Do do you believe that men who identify as women, I'll use their term, identify as, should be allowed to compete against women in volleyball, weightlifting, tennis, just even use just to use those three, because I I raised this a man on the left had me on his show. He was, was quite it was a quite uh, calm and respectful show, and he and he then raised the issue of chess. So it's Seb Gorka and Mike Gallagher, my two colleague, two of my colleagues at Salem, who told me about the PhD weight loss program, uh, and the only reason I took them seriously is because they lost so much weight with it, and it stayed off. So I have discipline in eating. It has never really been an issue, just I haven't been able to lose weight, and I've always wanted to. And sure enough, I've tried it, and now, let's see, it's uh, basically two pounds a month and six months. They, they did it faster. 
but I'm, I'm amazed that I've been able to do that. And it's no pills, no injections, just solid science, no shortcuts, coaching from them. Go to phdweightloss.com or just call them 864-644-1900, 864-644-1900, or go to myphdweightloss.com. Here's another uh, report on this from yesterday on Town Hall. A male sprinter who says he's a female set two women's collegiate records at a recent event. Yeah, women's records set by men. And every leftist is for it. No liberals, but liberals dismiss this. Oh, come on, it's just crazies. Liberals don't have the strength to confront the left. My indictment of liberals is that they're usually very nice people who are weak because they don't confront evil. They don't. What am I going to tell you? What is being done to the United States, in this case being done to women, is evil. Why is there? Why are there women's sports if males can compete in them? Why bother? The athlete Camden Schreiner now goes by the name Sadie competed for the Rochester Institute of Technology. This was on Friday in New York. Schreiner set the 200-meter record. Yes, the 200-meter record. That means for of all collegiate, I mean, in history, it's a record. Yeah. So the, the fastest female runner in 200 meters in collegiate sports in American history is a man. And if you can't say that, you lie to yourself, and you're the most dangerous. People who lie and know they're lying are less dangerous than the lefties. A lot of them believe this. Wow. I don't. If it doesn't bother you, it's uh, there's. I'm sorry. I hate to confront you. There's something wrong with you. It, I know why it doesn't bother you. You don't want to be bothered. It's not fun to confront bad people. It's not fun. I'd much rather talk about happiness and God and goodness and all these wonderful music and art. I'd much rather. I don't wake up with the joy, wow, another day to confront despicable people. But if you want to be a full human and have led a good life... Remember the biblical verse, those of you who love God must hate evil. Must. It's a command. If you don't hate evil, you don't love God. That's it. It's very simple. If you don't hate Hamas, you don't love God. I'm a a less evil, but clearly evil continuum. If you don't hate what is being done to women in women's sports, you don't love God. This is a very bad thing. It means that society has become sick. This is really, really big stuff. That this society can lie, and it's all of its reigning agencies under the Democrats. Joe Biden agrees that men should compete with women. That is amazing. The President of the United States is so disgusting that he says it's okay 
It's good. That's a big deal. That is a very big deal. You can hate Trump all you like, but he doesn't believe men can compete with women in sports. That's a big deal. Schreiner set the 200-meter record and qualified for the Atlantic Region Championship with a time of 25.27 seconds. He also broke the 300-meter record. How do you like that? Had a big day. Big day for, for the guy who says he's a girl. My producer asked me during the break, aren't these people embarrassed? Uh, the answer is no. But normal people like us can't understand that. I'm a guy. I defeated all these women. It's not fair. Okay. I think I'm a woman. But obviously, in some ways, I am a man. I mean, you got a brain transplant. It's unbelievable. You go in, you go for surgery, and puff, you're a woman. Isn't that amazing? That's what we're supposed to believe. It's one of the reasons. Uh, didn't Sports Illustrated have a, a trans uh, yeah, in a swimsuit issue? Yeah. yeah, there you go. Well, there's no is it, is it is it existence? Sports Illustrated. They they fired ninety percent of their people. It's in limbo, literally. It's in limbo. It's not publishing. I'm not sure what they're doing. I don't think anybody knows. Sean applied, but uh, you didn't claim to be a woman. You were the beard. It was you wanted to live your truth. That's a good line. Yes. On Instagram, Schreiner wrote, crazy meat last weekend, running till my legs give out. Well, it's, it's really something. And then the, the women that are defeated by the man then stand at the podium with a big smile. You can, you can get people to do anything. This is, and by the way, this is without coercion. This is, the, the Gestapo isn't going to shoot them. The KGB isn't going to send them to the Gulag. Do you realize the ease with which you can get people to lie about their own lives when women smile next to a guy who beat them? Do you realize the ease that a society, this is very scary stuff. I mean, I, the... The right answer is, I'm not showing up at the podium. Or, I won't smile. The human condition is pathetic. There are some terrific human beings. But the human condition as a whole is unimpressive. We return. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that. Free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. No four-line requirement, no activation fees, just a Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick-charging battery, and top-tier data security. Qualifying plans start at just $35 a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigabytes of data, and mobile hotspots. 
Pure Talk will connect you to the most dependable 5G network in America for half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. The average family saves almost $1,000 a year. Let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. Just dial pound 250 and say the keywords, Dennis Prager. That way you claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, from your phone, the one you have now, dial pound 250 and say Dennis Prager to switch to Pure Talk. I wonder, do any of you, this would be fascinating to me, do any of you have a family member who believes that it is fair for men who identify as women to compete in women's sports? Very, very interested to know the dynamics of your relationship. 1-8 Prager 776 877-243-7776. I guess one of the reasons I'm happy is that I don't have such people in my life. I don't I don't in any way want to and you know I don't. I I want I, I like to bring families together. But I, I can't I can't fake it on this matter. If if a family member of mine believed that it, that it was right for biological men who say they're women to compete with women in women's sports, that that would be distressing. It's a it's one thing, you know, a, a loved member of your family loses a limb, but when they when they lose their conscience or lose their mind or lose their faculty of reason, that's much more painful. You can live a fully a, a very full life with the loss of a limb, but you can't lead a full life with the with the loss of your ability to think in a rational manner. One eight Prager seven seven six. You you don't you don't have anybody. You, well, it's interesting. Without, of course, you won't say the relationship. Do you have in anywhere in your family someone who'd say this is fair? They they would say it's complicated. They would say it's complicated. <laughs> They wouldn't say. It's well, all right. So, they, but the, they, they would. W- yeah. Would they object to this happening? I mean, it, you either accept, you either are for it or against it. Saying it's complex avoids or evades the question. And that's what they do. They would evade the question. Evade okay, it. that's fair. Which is tantamount okay. to agreeing to. Yeah. No. Of course, it's tantamount to letting it letting it happen. That's correct. That's the standard liberal. I I really would be interested. You, it would be a it, it would be a, a service to uh, all of us if we if you could call in and tell us if there is such a person in in your life. It could be a friend, I guess. See, if if you differ on a candidate. That that's that's to be expected in in extended family life. But here is an issue. I believe Hamas Israel is is another example. 
if you think Hamas and Israel are moral equivalents, then that is exactly the same as believing that men can compete in women's sports. You have inverted reality. You have intentionally inverted reality. Well, but we live, we live in a world of inverted realities. To say you're colorblind is to be racist. That's what the left holds. Isn't that an inverted reality? How, if you, if you, if you truly don't see color, except obviously in terms of visual recognition you do, but it doesn't matter to you. If color does not matter to you, which is what colorblind means, how could you be racist? By definition, every racist deems color significant. You cannot think color is insignificant and be racist. It's a world of inverted realities. It's not a matter of do you agree with the left. People have disagreed on, on issues, minimum wage, abortion. I understand the people differ. Capital punishment. That's not an inverted reality world. Well, it is an inverted reality to deny that at some point at least, that which a woman is carrying is actually a human being. <laughs> I have to admit that might be the mother of, <laughs> of inverted realities. It's not human. But it is. if she wants it, it is human. If she doesn't want it, it's not human. I got to admit that's an inverted reality. I do see color because I believe if you don't see color, you can't see racism. Hello, my friends. Dennis Prager here. And I want to repeat some good news, and it is good news. It's big news, actually. Arizona, the state of Arizona, will encourage and allow schools to adopt PragerU materials for students. And it has uh, driven the uh, folks in, uh, in Arizona crazy. People on the left. You know, Fox TV is not the same as Fox News. And here's an obvious example. Here's a headline on Fox 10 Phoenix. It it, it received statewide attention. It was a very big deal. There was a very big uh, ribbon-cutting ceremony with the superintendent of Arizona schools. PragerU, this is the headline on Fox 10 Phoenix website. PragerU, colon. Arizona's Education Department teams up with controversial conservative group. So a question for Fox 10. Is any conservative group not controversial? Can you name a non-controversial conservative group? Here's another one. Is there a controversial liberal group? Have you ever had a headline, Fox 10 in Arizona, about a controversial liberal group? I would be willing to bet never. 
I'd be willing to bet, literally I'd be willing to bet, that means I'd lose money if I'm wrong, that there has not been a headline, let's say in the last five years, uh, stretch it, ten years, on Fox 10 Phoenix about the words controversial liberal group. The Arizona Department of Education is teaming up with controversial conservative group PragerU. The problem we had is in some classrooms only the extreme left side has been presented, and so these present an alternative, said Arizona Superintendent of Public Instruction Tom Horn. PragerU is a nonprofit that believes public schools are failing our children. Now that's controversial. You talk controversial, man, that the public schools are failing our children. You can't get more controversial than that. That is about as controversial as gravity causes objects to fall to the earth. They want to offer parents new lesson plans based on what they call American values. This is Fox 10. Acting like American values is a foreign concept. Now, is there such a thing? Yes. E pluribus unum, in God we trust, liberty. They're on every coin. We believe in those American values. That is certainly controversial to Fox 10 Phoenix. Got a lot of listeners in Phoenix. You ought to drop them a line. You ever... uh, Ask them all these things or send them a recording of this. The group was founded by right-wing talk show host Dennis Prager. Mm. Right-wing talk show host. There you go. That summarizes my life. You know, whenever I read of myself as right-wing, I think... Can I, could you tell me some of the, my positions that are right-wing? Wouldn't it be interesting? I'd like to know what a liberal would consider positions of mine right-wing. What would you think they would say? That I think a child is human? I haven't I haven't even uh, I haven't even talked about the the legality issue. I always address the morality issue. Is that right wing? Is it right wing to believe that we should have a, a closed border? What what are my positions are right wing? I always wonder about that. Right wing today means Anti-left. That's what right-wing means. And is gaining ground in red states like Florida, Montana, and Oklahoma pushing back against what they consider a liberal agenda inside American schools? Mm. Isn't that bizarre of us to consider that they might have a liberal agenda in American schools? I wish they had a liberal agenda. They have a left-wing agenda. Teaching kids... That they, that they will determine whether they're a boy or a girl. Having drag queen story hours for six-year-olds 
or five-year-olds, if I'm not mistaken, that's not liberal. That's actually sick. That's the, the best word for it. I feel that public school systems, that the public school systems are not doing or is not doing what it's supposed to be doing, said parent Cheryl Rosado. I will not subject my children to that, and I don't think that anyone should have to subject their children to that. The program offers free online curriculum for kids promoting patriotism. That's really right-wing. Bashing progressive policies. Where do we bash progressive policies? I'm, I'm not saying we don't. I'm just curious. Well, in some of our... That's true. In the adult videos, which can be shown to kids, or at least high school kids, or late elementary school. No, not elementary. I mean. Right, but it's not shown. It doesn't. In any event, we, we... Bash is a loaded word, obviously, but nevertheless... So I'm thinking, what policies do we, uh, in, in the in the mature videos, what what policies have we bashed? Minimum wage? Well, the transgender. Transgender. I so see. On, on I see. Lines. Okay. Yeah, right. That's true. Issues, we question that yeah, we co- we question the efficacy. Racial issues. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. And attacking school boards and bureaucrats. After insisting their materials are objective, officials with the group admit to having an agenda. I stand for the American Foundings, said Marissa Streit with PragerU. She's the CEO. They quote her. I stand for the American Foundings, the American values, and the things that have made America the greatest country on God's green earth, and I'll be unapologetic about it. That uh, statement annoys the left. When I said on Pierce Morgan, which uh, whose show is watched around the world, so I, there were last I looked, there were over four thousand comments on YouTube on my appearance with Chent Uyghur. I was conflicted. I don't remember the pronunciation of his last name. And then, in any event, the, do you know the thing that I said that most annoyed? people who didn't like me, that Western civilization was the best civilization ever made. We need to do, uh, we need to do time on that. We have to devote time to that on the show. Was the West, has the West been the best? So where else, I'm curious, did democracy develop the way it has in the West? Where did universal human rights develop as it did in the West? Where did women's rights develop like they did in the West? Who abolished slavery uh, ultimately leading to nearly worldwide abolition of the most common practice in, in history, slavery? The West or some other civilization? What civilization abolished slavery and pushed the world to do so, other than the West? See, telling us that the West did bad things is true. Of course, Western people did bad things. The West is composed of people. Human nature stinks. 
And so you're going to get a lot of bad people doing bad things. So that that doesn't tell us anything because bad people exist in every civilization. What made the West unique are the good things. The Dennis Prager Show. As you know, Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of their life. So, he didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza Sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you'll receive 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets. You will receive a set for as low as $29.98. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Podcasts Square, use the promo code Prager. There you'll find not only this offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper, MyPillow kitchen towel sets, and now even flannel sheets, and so much more. Call 800-761-6302, use the promo code Prager. Go to MyPillow.com, make sure you use the promo code Prager. Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager here. One more point about the left. As I told you, they lie. So here's an outright lie. And uh, I, uh, I I wonder if we could sue them. If, if so, a place tells an outright lie, it's called the Copper Courier. Arizona News you can use. So I'm going to read to you 100% lie that they write about PragerU. Some of their more controversial offerings have received national attention. Like an animated video where abolitionist Frederick Douglass tells children slavery was a compromise, which is exactly right, like the three-fifths clause, because they, they, they didn't want the South to have slaves represented in Congress because then that would have increased the pro-slavery vote in Congress. So they compromised on that. They compromised by allowing slavery at all to form the Union. Had they been abolitionists from the outset, the United States would not have been formed. Maybe you'd hold that would have been a good idea. But that's not... Anyway, I'm only reading you the entire sentence. That's not what I object to. And all U.S. Founding Fathers opposed the practice personally. I don't know which founder of the United States defended slavery, even if they had slaves. But here comes the lie. Or that the U.S. Civil War was fought over states' rights. They actually have a URL. This lying, deceiving copper courier I, I I really wonder I'm gonna find out if we can sue them because an outright lie is libel it's not a difference of opinion they so you click on the URL and what comes up is one of our earliest videos and the video is titled was the Civil War about slavery and it is delivered by a, a professor of history, 
in uh, the, uh, I believe, at West Point. You missed this. This was a very important, a very important, uh, he's had, he had to step out. This uh, other journal in, in Arizona, yeah, Copper Courier, yeah. so I said, I wonder if we could sue them. Because they say some of their more controversial offerings include that the U.S. Civil War was fought over states' rights. Yeah. No, 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 that's an out-and-out out lie. Yeah, I know it's an the entire, yeah. entire video is it was fought over slavery. They, they link to that video. Exactly. That means they didn't even spend five minutes watching it. Yeah. The left always lies. You must understand, whenever it is convenient, they lie. Truth is not a left-wing value. It's a literal statement. The moment you ask, is it true, you've left the left. Here's a perfect example. Their video about slavery, about the Civil War, is that it was over states' rights. The entire video is it was not over states' rights. It was over slavery. The Copper Courier lied. They don't care. I pray those of you in Phoenix, please contact them. You lied. The whole video is that it was about slavery. Will they publicly apologize? Of course not. Because being on the left means never having to say you're sorry. They might say we regret it because they know we might sue them. I, I, will, I will raise this with PragerU. I will ask our lawyers if an out-and-out out lie, if I said that, uh, you know, Sean McConnell advocated homicide, I think Sean could sue me. If I went public and I said that, this is, this is the equivalent. This is not taking issue with PragerU. It's lying about it. The whole video is that it's about slavery. They don't, they don't do any research. You know why they don't do any research? Because truth is not a left-wing value. Research implies you're looking for the truth. You're searching for the truth. It's on, on, on these bases that they oppose PragerU videos in schools because we don't lie to defame America. They lie to defame America and to defame every conservative. And so lying, if you don't lie, you should not be in Arizona schools. That's the left's position. If you don't tell kids that gender, which is a made-up term, by the way. It's a made-up term. They know sex is immutable, so they change the words to gender which has become a subjective term. It was never a subjective term. Look up, see if on the internet you can see uh, a dictionary from the 1960s. I'm sure you can. And, and look up the word gender. It's very, very interesting. The def- they changed the definition of gender. They, it's just another left-wing lie. Well, well, anyway, that's, uh, that's that. So I don't know if you heard about this. Daily Mail reports 
Remember, moment gang of four migrants beat two police officers to the ground in Times Square, and then they and they and they were freed without bail. Four migrants were filmed clobbering two NYPD officers to the ground in Times Square before being released without bail. The incident began at around 8.30 p.m. Saturday night on West 42nd Street as the pair of cops told the violent quartet men to get moving. That's when a fight started to break out between a suspect in a yellow sweatshirt and the police officers. The migrants then started to attack the officers, kicking them in the head and body, while the two officers tried to pin down one of the other men, tearing off his sweatshirt. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Oh, the endless, the endless nature of this. So cops been beaten by uh, migrants that are in New York City. And then they're let out uh, without bail. You don't have to post bail. Just So they're illegals. They beat up cops. And they're let out. Yeah. Yeah. Think they'll show up at a hearing? It's not a tough one to call, is it? They even have their names. Well, they they were indicted. I mean, they they I don't know what what are what is the word for I guess arrested and then let go. Darwin Andres Gomez Izquiel, nineteen. Kelvin Servat Arosha nineteen. Juarez Wilson twenty one, and Yorman Reveran twenty four. They were arrested. All charged with assault on a police officer. Gang assault, obstructing governmental administration, and disorderly conduct. Think they'll uh, ever end up in jail? You think they'll be deported? Hmm. Yeah. Critics say it has led to a spike in violent criminals being freed straight back onto the streets and emboldened them to reoffend, knowing there will be few consequences. No kidding. That's right. Juan Boada was arrested, 22, was arrested Monday night, charged with attempted assault on a police officer and gang assault. Complete police sources confirmed the men's migrant status to the New York Post. So you can beat up cops. There's, a, there's another very important lesson to be learned here. 
thanks to the left, everything about the story is all left-induced. The fact that they're in the country at all, the fact that they're let out without bail to beat up more people, and the fact that they don't fear police. This is all, the whole story is left-wing created. Whatever the left touches, it destroys, including law and order. The left proves how weak the human conscience is. Leftists sleep well at night, and I sleep well at night. Well, we can't both be right. I differ with the left on everything that they differ with the right on. I don't, if the left says gravity causes apples to fall, I don't differ with them. But that's not a left-wing position. Wherever there is a left-wing position, it is either a lie or just destructive. They're all destructive. These are bored people who need meaning in life, and they get it from left-wing positions. They don't get it from traditional Judeo-Christian religions. They don't get it from patriotism. God and country is to them a fascist term. The lack of fear of police is a very scary thing. That's right. You should be afraid of the police. You should fear authority figures. You should have some fear of a teacher. You should have some fear of your parents. You should have fear of God. The only thing that people are supposed to fear, according to the left, guess what the only thing is? What do you think it is? What do you think the word I will put in? What is the one thing you should fear? The left. That's the one thing you should fear, is the left. That's right. Not cops, not parents, not God. Fear the left. That's what they want to induce. The left replaces everything. It replaces parents. It replaces everything. Defund the police is a quintessentially left-wing movement. Here is a truly remarkable story. Every American should know this. A Montana mother and father who lost custody of their daughter after they refused to transition her gender have told DailyMail.com the ordeal has torn their family apart. Krista Kolstad revealed the family's nightmare began when they received a call that their 14-year-old daughter, Jennifer, name changed, told friends at school that she wanted to commit suicide in August 2023. Late that night, Child Protective Services went to the Kolstad home to inspect the house and interview Jennifer later determining that she needed to transition to get better. I won't do that. I won't do that. I'm just sitting here apologizing to Sean, which is, I spend much of my life doing it. It's really, uh, it's sad. Two of my favorite people on earth are Ann McElhaney, and her husband, Phelan McAleer. They're from Ireland originally. They're American. They're courageous. 
They're filled with goodness. And they're courageous. Did I say they were courageous? They are now doing something terrific. They are covering. They have their own podcast, by the way, which is terrific. It's called the Ann and Phelim Scoop. Phelim is P-H-E-L-I-M. Ann-A-N-N. Ann and Phelim Scoop. They're covering a trial in Washington, and uh, partially out of courage, partially out of masochism. <laughs> I don't think they're masochists, but it's got to be somewhat painful. So there's a trial. Many of you know Mark Stein, who is one of the wittiest conservatives and very well-known conservative thinker. So he has been sued by a hysteric on behalf of climate change, on be, excuse me, on behalf of combating climate change, on behalf of the idea that, the, that it poses an existential threat. That means the existence of biological life, especially human life, is endangered by carbon emissions. He is a, uh, a professor named Michael Mann, and he has sued Mark Stein. They're covering the trial. And I am really, actually, personally, incredibly interested in getting her report. So she's on. And welcome back to my show. It's great to be here. Thanks so much, Dennis. Remember the last time you and I did this? was It was Harvey Weinstein. That's right. You were at that trial, too. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is yeah, rather I'm telling different. you, you it, uh, it is, well, it, it is rather different. You you should I'm not kidding. I think you could you could do a great book on trials I have covered, trials I have witnessed. Yes. So I salute you for going. All right, give everybody the background. Who is Michael Mann? Who is Mark Stein and why is there a lawsuit? So, yeah, the the lawsuit is actually between, uh, against Mark Stein and Rand Simberg, who used to work for the uh, Competitive Enterprise Institute. So the two of them are, you know, being accused by Michael Mann of defamation for writing articles back 12 years ago. You heard that right. 12 years ago, they wrote articles saying that the famous hockey stick graph, which became the poster child for uh, the whole climate change movement, that that hockey stick was a fraud. So um, this is how that, that's how we got here. So Michael Mann didn't like the criticism and uh, he has, you know, he has engaged in this lawfare is actually the best way to describe it. Mark Stein has said, you know, uh, the, the process is the punishment. Um, this is an incredibly expensive process. You can imagine 12 years of litigation. But finally, we are in a courtroom in Washington, D.C. with a jury hearing the evidence from both sides. And yesterday... The, um, the plaintiffs, as they're called, uh, Michael Mann, uh, they rested their case yesterday. So we then started the defense case yesterday, and we're continuing that today. Um, and it's been incre- already been incredible what has been revealed. It's, it's extraordinary. They said that, so uh, what people do not know is Michael Mann is a professor, Correct. Yes, yes. And actually, yeah, maybe maybe should I should say this as well. So at the time uh, when this hockey stick graph was in play, he was a professor of climate science, science at Penn State. Many of your listeners will have heard of Penn State before, made very, very famous by one Jerry Sandusky, um, who, you know, went to prison 
for raping boys, raping young boys, basically. And these two articles written by um, Sinberg and Mark Stein both made uh, a point where they said, because Jerry Sandusky was investigated by an internal investigation organized by Penn State at the time when a child had been, there had been a witness who had witnessed a child being raped, basically, in the showers. And when that was investigated, Jerry Sandusky was cleared by an internal Penn State investigation. After the Climate Gate emails came out, there needed to be an investigation into Michael Mann, because in these Climate Gate emails, Michael Mann was writing emails and people were writing to him saying, Mike's trick to hide the decline, how had he got rid of the medieval warming period, for example, he had created a line, a graph that was basically flat and then went off into the hemisphere, you know, went off into the moon where since carbonization, since we started the, after the industrialization of the world, which made everything gorgeous, we were basically on a trajectory to boil alive. It's kind of what, it's kind of what this graph uh, showed. And, and bizarrely and shockingly, not even slightly, Penn State also exonerated Michael Mann. And these two articles in question at the center of this defamation case are because these two guys said that Michael Mann is the Jerry Sandusky of climate change. And instead of molesting boys, he molests and tortures data. Okay, that's very helpful. So that's the primary grounds of a defamation suit, of the defamation suit? That's why we're We're, here. Okay, with those words. Why has it taken 12 years? Uh, Have you been to D.C. at all, Dennis? Uh Uh-huh. Okay, that sort of Let me just say one thing, because I just heard you say something before the break there where you talked about the people who are, um, you know, people uh, getting into trouble, basically, in Washington, D.C., that they all have one thing in common, (laughs) and that was that they've been arrested 10 times previously. I think you said that earlier. Yes. So we have a court case here. There are an enormous number of lawyers involved. These lawyers are being paid something between $1,000 an hour to $2,500 an hour. And I got that from a very good authority in the issue. There's tons of them. And here's what happens every last day of this case. Every day, Dennis. The jury don't come on time. Every day. That's now, fascinating. To... That's fascinating. It's fascinating. It's fascinating, Dennis. Because I can tell you in Ireland, you'd be arrested, you'd be fined, you'd be admonished by the judge, you would be admonished in Britain also by the judge, you'd actually could end up in prison. And yet every day, they don't turn up on time, and they get everyone and the the judge laughs. (laughs) Maybe you'll be on time tomorrow. And in the meantime, you have all these people there on time sitting, waiting for this jury. Are they getting, are, are they, I'm, I'm just curious, are the lawyers being paid for the time in court as well? Of course, of course. So that while they're waiting for the jury, they're collecting money. Yep, they're just sitting there and waiting. And I'm, I'm, by the way, I should say, I don't know what jury members are doing this, and I don't believe all of them are late, but four of them are basically late every day. And the judge will come in and say, well, we're still waiting on four, we're still waiting on three, we're still waiting on one, we're still waiting on two. And so no, not one day, not one day have we started on time. And I think that tells you a lot about Washington, D.C. If I knew any more, it would, it would just be overkill, but, uh, but, <laughs> it, but it does. Where, where is Mark Stein? Oh, he's defending himself, so he doesn't have to pay lawyers. 
Well, no, he has he has legal, um, you know, he has a legal team as well. So he has two. Where he is, a, where is he getting the money for that? I didn't ask him, and I don't know. Um, I, you know, I do think he has sold. He has these hockey sticks, you know, that he has basically been selling online and asking people to help with the with the bills that he has to pay, which are enormous. I'll tell you one thing: we did learn in the case, and it's unbelievable, Dennis, because Michael Mann was asked. How how are you paying for this? How wait how are you? Are you, well, are you allowed to ask that? You are allowed to ask him. Apparently, what, oh, what is and the answer? The answer is, I've not spent any money at all. So Michael Mann has spent no money at all. Twelve years, no money at all. So, so millions of dollars have come in from someone. We don't know who. And we're talking about, I, I, got, I got someone to estimate it for me, and they said it, it's probably around $4.5 million, 12 years of this stuff. Um, and he has not one, not two, but three law firms representing him. Three law firms are there representing Michael Mann. And he's not paying, not a penny. He's not paying. So this is the definition, I think, Dennis, you can correct me. I think this is the definition of lawfare. So what you do is you keep yes, somebody in the court. It's using law as warfare. All right, we're going to be back in a moment. I, I'm, uh, I'm intensely interested in this uh, trial. Go to the Ann and Phelan Scoop. That's their podcast. They're covering the trial there and much else. Phelan is P-H-E-L-I-M. Ann and Phelan Scoop. Ann is on with me, Ann McElhaney. Ann McElhaney, along with her husband, Phelan McAleer. And I can say their names as fluently as I do because I know them well. <laughs> and it, uh, they do a great podcast, which uh, they, they experience things the, the most mortals don't. Like these trials, they were at the Harvey Weinstein trial or a Harvey Weinstein trial, and now they're at this trial where we have this hysteric at Penn State, Michael Mann, accused of uh, dishonesty in his infamous hockey stick about climate change, climate rising, and Mark Stein and a uh, colleague from the competitive, what is it? Enterprise Enterprise Institute, yeah. They... They're on trial for saying, uh, for quote unquote, defaming him and his data. He he has uh, this this Michael Mann has. By the way, you got the next thing you're going to tell us about are the emails. It's very important. Yeah. But I just want to repeat: he has not paid a penny for his millions of dollars of lawyers, whereas Mark Stein and and his associate they have had to pay out of out of their pocket. Uh, and who is paying for Michael Mann is not known, but uh, I would uh, I would definitely give ten copies of my Bible commentary as a gift to anyone who could tell That's me. <laughs> yes, that was awesome, and they could choose whether it's Deuteronomy or any of the others. So tell us about the emails of Michael Mann. Again, the professor. By the way, is he still teaching at Penn State? Oh, he has. No, no, he's no longer at Penn State. He's now at the University of Pennsylvania, an Ivy League school. So life is getting better and better for him. 
which uh, which actually goes to the reason you know one of the interesting parts about what's happening in the in the courthouse he is failing on every level to prove his to prove his point because in defamation there has to be damage um and in fact the very opposite has happened to him since these articles came out life is just going swimmingly and that's actually kind of funny i mean i'll tell you about that in a moment but also just to say dennis that people can find our podcast it's climate climate change on trial everywhere you get podcasts it's climate change on trial and we have actors i think the kind of thing that's really cool is we we go to the court we listen to the testimony we listen to the most dramatic parts we get the transcript we edit it and we then send it to voice actors in los angeles they record it overnight it's edited in ireland through the night and it comes out every morning the next morning so it's it's quite the international project <laughs> no you do a, it's it's unique what you do again climateontrial.com climate change climate change on trial.com good well no climate change on trial anywhere you get podcasts oh that's the name there's not dot com i'm sorry i want to get this yeah. right for, forgive no, no. me climate change on trial anywhere it's you get po- podcasts okay great all right and we're at, Tell us we're at a- episode 10 now He's at Penn, yeah. Well, the president at Penn was one of those who resigned. For, for she more, couldn't more she, than that. She couldn't say more that if that. you. I'm sorry. More than that, the president of Penn at the time of all this Sandusky stuff went to prison for covering up for Sandusky. That was that president. Yes. And this president has just resigned. She couldn't say in Congress that if you advocate genocide of Jews, it's not acceptable at her university. <laughs> I'm laughing because the only alternative is to cry. Tell us about the Michael Mann emails. Uh, well, this is really interesting. I mean, obviously, there was the Climate Gate emails, um, which came out and then, you know, created this massive question about how he had actually managed to create this hockey stick. This hockey stick, which shows basically that for a thousand years, the temperature of the whole planet was basically stable. And then since industrialization, it shot up madly. So in the emails, there were these phrases like hide the decline and Mike's nature trick. Mike's nature trick to hide the decline uh, was talked about in these climate gate emails. Um, but something else has happened during the trial, which is that because of discovery, which I think maybe Michael Mann didn't really understand the nature of discovery. Um, you know, if you go after someone legally, you know, there's discovery on both sides. And so we've got We've gotten a chance in the court to hear and to look and to read Michael Mann's emails to colleagues. How does he write to colleagues? And it's it's quite something. And if you've got a moment, I'll just go through a few of them. Uh-huh. And it's yes. very, very um, shocking. Yes. So the jury heard that he emailed a colleague accusing Dr. Judith Curry, who was former head of Georgia Tech's Earth and Atmospheric Science Department, of one of the oldest slurs against successful women, that she slept her way to the top. He falsely claimed that when Professor Curry was a PhD student at Penn, Penn State, she slept with her professor. In court, he was forced to admit every last fact in the email he was spreading around campus to other academics. Every part of it was actually false. He also sent that email, by the way, to a a colleague at NASA, um, all because she disagreed with his hockey stick graph that claimed that a thousand years flat temperatures, and then catastrophic well, Forgive me one yeah. moment. I just want my listeners to be reminded. She has been on my show a number of times. She's one of the oh. leading climate scientists in the world. 
and she has done a PragerU video on climate science. Just want everybody oh, to know. I'm, oh, no, I'm well true. familiar. She's a remarkable and courageous scientist. Yes. So every part of it was wrong. She was not a student when she met uh, Professor Webster. She was actually a tenured under whatever they call it. She was a, she was a professor herself in Penn. She met him. They said it was a torrid affair. The man was separated from his wife from over a year. So everything that Michael Mann was spreading as a scurrilous rumor about this eminent scientist was a lie. So this is what he does in his spare time. Moving on. All right, hold on there. We're going to get the rest. This is really, this is, that's why I'm having Ann on. This is very important. I have a lot to say about that as well. We'll be back in a moment. This is riveting to me, this whole, this whole trial. One of the hysterics uh, in the uh, climate science community is Michael Mann. I didn't realize he had now gone to University of Pennsylvania. It's reason number 38 why I have such contempt for that university. It started when they took Shakespeare's mural down from the Department of English. Note the Department of English at the University of Pennsylvania they took it down because he was a dead white European male. The fact that he wrote the best English literature ever written is irrelevant. He was white and male. That's the University of Pennsylvania in a nutshell. It stinks. So it's not, not shocking they would hire Michael Mann from Penn State. Anyway, he has uh, sued with his legal bills being paid for by some anonymous left-wing source. Uh, He has been, I assume, left-wing. And uh, he has been... uh, He has been suing the well-known Mark Stein and a colleague who uh, had uh, attacked him for his data. Now, we're back to his emails which is the reason that a lot of people know about him, because his emails suggested that there was fraud. Am I speaking accurately, Anne? You know, there's a lot of of back and forth about the language, and people are trying to claim that Mike's trick, and the word trick is a mathematical phrase, um, and hide the decline could be a mathematical thing. but what he did, and uh, you know, we had a, an incredible um, witness, expert witness, who just finished his testimony this morning, a man called Abraham Weiner, Dr. Abraham Weiner, who I'd highly recommend you have on your show, by the way, Dennis. Um, Dr. Abraham Weiner from the Wharton School um, at, at the University of Pennsylvania, I think, right, um, who, who is a statistician. And who, in one fell swoop, I will tell you, Dennis, he restored my faith in academia. He was extremely sober and fun. And is he emeritus or is he still teaching? Oh no, he's still teaching. Oh, what a gutsy oh, man! Quite, yeah, quite a young person actually. And he basically took the jury through what Michael Mann had done with the statistics and showed how it was uh, not in order what he had done, and that he had smoothed it here and he had put proxies here and used temperature here in order to create an illusion of certainty about something that is unbelievably uncertain. And so this statistician that we had this morning went through the numbers and and he used 
the data that was available and came up with three different kinds of graph, none of them really replicating what Dr. Mann had produced. And in fact, what he, I think what the jury will get out of what he produced was that this thing is absolutely uncertain, that there is absolute uncertainty, and that that was wiped away by this um, hockey stick graph that Michael Mann produced. And trillions of dollars have been spent because the world has believed that we are on course for catastrophic warming that has never happened before, that it's all caused by humans. And that actual theory is getting blown out of the water every day in court. This is so big. Again, tell people where they can hear the trial enacted by the actors you hire. The actual, and these are all the words of the trial. Where is it? Yeah, it's absolutely verbatim. Climate change on trial, anywhere you get podcasts. So it's on Spotify, it's on Apple Podcasts, climate change on trial. And, you know, there's, there's so much about this that's fascinating. I could talk for about six hours on this. Obviously, I've already talked about 10 hours in the, in the, in the show and listened to testimony. But let me give you a little bit more of the kind of... Yes, it, all right. I, 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 I want that. Was- I just want to uh, get something else because I can't get this out of my mind. Do you have any reason to believe the jury is objective? Um, I, I want to believe in the jury system. And I think we, you know, it, it behoves all of us to believe in the jury system because we have nothing else. Um, obviously, it's Washington, D.C. So one, one can imagine that. Well, that's right. Yeah, that, that's my. Yeah. Right. So that's no, I, and it's and it is prejudicial that that the case is being heard here, and it shouldn't be heard here. It should have been heard somewhere more neutral. Uh, however, I can tell you one thing: that when uh, Professor Weiner spoke today and yesterday, I have not seen the jury as engaged because he was so clear, so rational. Wow. So I, yeah, I will have him on the show. All right. So yeah. continue. We'll. You'll love him. You'll right. love him. I, All right. I wait. Wait. We'll continue in a moment. Oh. We'll continue in a moment. Okay. This is uh, Anne at her best, which is, even at her worst, she's terrific. The Dennis Prager Show. It's painful that this is the last segment with Anne McElhaney. I said Anne McAleer, not because I made a mistake about her last name, but because she's married to Phelan McAleer. Uh, But, uh, so I, I wanted you to know, I know them well. Uh, and, and I'm lucky for it. They're covering this incredible trial, and you can hear it again. Uh, the podcast's name is Climate Change on Trial. Good. It's really, really worth it. Thank and they you. have their own podcast, which is called. It's it's different from your podcast. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Yes, because with this one, this yeah, this one is a is a standalone. Um, I see. Okay, Ann and Phelan. Uh, scoop, Phelim is P H E L I M. So, uh, uh, okay, did you have another point, or should I ask you another question? No, I was. I think I was going to try and tell you that Michael Mann, you know, has to. He has to prove that he has been damaged, and in as part of the proof, he said that he went to Wegman's supermarket in State College, and someone, a man, looked at him, very mean. The meanest look he'd ever received. You're the kidding me. Look. You're kidding me. He said that. Oh, no, he said that under oath, on the stand. And here's my question, which I would have jumped up to say. And actually, it's very funny. I've been involved. I've been mentioned in the court quite a number of times. I'll explain that in a minute. But basically, uh, this man that looked at him mean did not say his name, 
did not shout out hockey stick, did not say anything about anything. He just looked at a mean. And I'm, my point is, how do you know that that man just didn't find his wife in bed with another man? How do you know that that man didn't just start, start on who? How do you know that that man didn't just lose the winning lottery ticket and couldn't find it because his wife had put it into the washing machine? We don't know any of these things, but somebody looked at him in a mean way. And by the way, Pennsylvania is famous for having um, a huge opioid problem. How do you know the guy wasn't just strung out? Anyway, it's, it's such an idiocy. Somebody <laughs> looked at you mean. I mean, give me a break. <laughs> the stuff that is said about me routinely, I could be in defamation court uh, the rest of my life. It's all so right. true. And uh, anyway, all right. Him up, this is him up as well. Good. He had gotten mean emails, and yeah, I thought, I got oh, mean God, emails. Oh my God! Yes, mean emails. All right, I'm going to be back with you when the verdict comes in, and and this has been absolutely riveting. Thank okay, you. thank you. And one more time, the name of the podcast. The thank name, you very the, much. The, yeah. No, no, that's it. On trial. Climate change on trial at anywhere you hear your podcast. Exactly. And please listen in and please leave a rating and a review. It matters a lot. We were number six in science podcasts worldwide. You, You deserve it. You deserve number one. Bless you. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor pain free studio. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of Pragertopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at Pragertopia.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.